Zillman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff, TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! They don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm Groot. I am Batman. I am West Coast Scott. Great Scott! Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. yeah, the real talent on the show. Oh boy, as I like to say you're gonna need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it! I got a Spider-Man T-shirt. I got covers that are running off my feet I got a bad mustache, a reoccurring rash And not a lot of cash, I spent it on my stash Man, it's good to be a geek It's good to be a geek It's good to be a creep it's good to Can we ever have somebody not on the road when we do a show? Somebody's just going to be driving. This is the drive, you know, it's... it's uh. Geek stuff, TNG. What? Live from the Garden State Parkway. There you go. In traffic. Don't have. I mean, uh, how, how horrible would it be if there was an accident right on the air? I mean, you know, we got to be careful with that kind oh, of stuff, right? That's it. Curse the kid. Good job. I mean, yeah, Thanks. we'd have to play this. Thanks, Scott. I don't have. I don't have. We like lost a, his key. We lost his keys. Now we have some problems. We we'd have to play that Sarah McLaughlin song. <laughs> so is that Arms and the Angel one? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know she had another one for some reason. Members of the show. Oh, I, actually, I wasn't thinking in the Arms of the Angel. I was thinking, what's the other one? I will remember. I will remember. Oh yeah. You. Right. Yeah. Arms of the Angel is the. The, the one with all the sad animals, right? That's the animal shelter I think one. That's that yeah. one yeah. And then I will remember yeah. you as the and, one they play at the Oscars, right? That's the yeah. death one. Yeah. All right. Well, let's do. Let's Sarah do. McLaughlin needs to cheer up. I mean, she's got other songs. <laughs> Those are just the ones that they use. Just saying. <laughs> Her happy ones just don't sell. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was like when the Counting Crows sang the song from uh, from Shrek. Like a happy song, I'm like, what the hell is this? A happy song from the Counting Crows? Every one of their songs is depressing as shit, and then all of a sudden they're trying to do a sh- happy Shrek song. Yeah, but you know that what you call it song was in Shrek. Uh, what's that song? Um, 
Oh man, it was made famous by Smash Mouth. Uh, what, what's that? The Smash Mouth song? No, no, oh. no, no. The Jeff Buckley song. Wasn't that in there? Um. Oh shoot! It's the only hit he. Oh, Hallelujah! Wasn't Hallelujah in Shrek? Yeah, that was in the first one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a sad fucking song, dude. <laughs> that's a super sad song. It was not the Jeff Buckley version of that song, which I think is the saddest of the sad versions of that song. But it was there. Exceptionally sad. I wish we could like have a picture instead of just your name up there. Well, I I don't know. I didn't set up my profile for this. You gotta set up your new profile. Usually, I'm not driving. Yeah, we gotta figure. I should have good reception on my side of the island, though. (laughs) Oh, oh, I see what you did there. You're you're hysterical. The island of North America is that the island you're you're talking about? Yeah. yeah, he's on the east side of the North American island. I mean, technically, technically, really big. Yeah, really big. <laughs> are we going to do an actual show, or yeah. are we just going to bullshit with each other for like an hour? What, I mean, I think I think the audience prefers us to just bullshit for an hour. But let's do let's do the plugs, right? Be sure you're following the show on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Geek Stuff TNG, and all those places. Support the show on Patreon, Patreon.com/slash Geek Stuff TNG. A dollar a month, you get access to the private Discord server. Uh, for three dollars a month, you get the early bird special. So as soon as we're done with the shows, they go up on the Patreon. You get a copy of the prep sheet with that. For $5 a month, you get the bonus round, which is the vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff, uh, as well as the bonus shows when we do them, like the Sandwich Shop. And for $10 a month, you can see Dom's name in um, in black as we uh, go live on Instagram Live. Yeah. When he speaks. When he, Only when he speaks, though. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Geek Stuff. What's in the news? Oh, Don't forget, if they want to reach us, they can call the GVM line. 201 201- Seven three zero two five four seven, or email us at geeksoftng at gmail dot com. Ah, good point. Good point. If you want, and if you do that, you can hear yourself on a future episode of Geek Stuff TNG. You may hear yourself. May only there are no guarantees in this life. Like I cannot guarantee I will make it through this entire show. What if I have a heart attack? <laughs> I like pitching that up. That's true. Do I have to put that like in in a hot spot so that I have it all always just like a, a certain other one that I need you know all the me? time? Hello there. He's got a hot spot that one. Yeah, that one is got on every single soundboard. It's got the same button so that I can get to it when we need it. Uh, let's see. All right, do we do we want to start with the writer strike? Sure. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, again, this episode's not going to go up till the 22nd, but, uh, it doesn't look like it's going to get solved anytime soon. So, uh, like the, the all kinds of crazy shit is happening too. The, the stories that I'm seeing is that the, the, like the studios, they, they knew it was going to do this. So they kind of stockpiled stuff so that they could well wait it out. Writing wise. Yes. But then now other people. Like, I guess the best example that befits us is Tony Guillory, who's the showrunner for Andor, says he has shut production of Andor down in support of the writer's strike. You know, another one, they've already announced that due to the writer's strike, that Strange New Worlds 
season three will be delayed. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, the announcements are just sort of happening all over. But I think what you're going to find is that more, I think Tony Guillory, who, who, in case you didn't know, is the, the showrunner and director, maybe also of, of the Andor series on Disney+. Plus. I think what you're going to start to see, if you haven't seen it already, I think you're going to start to see those actors, directors, producers. Oh, he's the producer, I think, on Andor, too. I'm pretty sure he's one of them. Anyway, you're going to start to see those people in solidarity with the writers against the, you know, sort of the 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 networks and the, uh, you know, the 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 big movie houses, uh, the big movie uh, producers. Um, distributors, all that, you're going to start finding that more of them are going to be stopping production in support of the writers. That's what I think is going to happen. So they can have everything stockpiled in the world. They can have scripts from now till kingdom come, but if they don't have any actors or directors or grips or lead boys or whatever, best, those, those best boys, Best boys Best boy and grip. all that. They, they don't have any of that shit. They can have all the scripts in the world, but they're, they're not going to get anything made. Yeah. Uh, another blade is delayed by that. The studios want the showrunners to keep working, but I mean, I mean again, they're going to shut. The, that's going to be a decision that individuals are going to make to be in solidarity with the other unions, right? Blade has enough problems already. I know. I think they're just using. I think they're using this as an excuse to cover up the delays in Blade because apparently Mahershala Ali is not happy about this movie. So, I mean, yeah, what? I mean, what's going on? Is it just was it just a bad script or what? I mean, I don't know. I no. really don't know. I just heard a bunch. I know they've already removed. Uh, at least that's what I heard is that they've already removed Black Knight, right, uh, from the proceedings. So where we thought there was going to be some sort of tie-in with Dane, Dane Whitman, I think that's the character's name, and Jon Snow, you may know him as, or Kip Harrington, you know, Kit Harrington rather. Um, you know, uh, Kip, we, they already a, talked I... about. They already talked about the fact that they removed that. Um. And yeah, and and other things. I just hear that he's apparently he's not very happy with it. So yeah, it's a, st- a struggle. Did they production. change producers or directors already? Am I imagining that? They may have that. Yeah, that may okay. that may be one of the things that they did. Yeah. And and speaking of changes, how come the the Kang thing has just gone away? Oh Jonathan no! It hasn't. It hasn't. There's a. There's Marvel reportedly preparing for potential recast of Jonathan Majors Kang. It's. It's in the news this week. So I don't think it's gone away. I think. I it's, know who it's going to be. Oh yeah. Who do you think it's going to be? It's going to be the guy. Well, is this a spoiler? No. The guy who plays the High Evolutionary in Guardians Three. And it's this absolutely seamless transition because you can just make the high evolutionary a different version of Kang somehow through the magic of cinema. You know what I mean? I think he would be a perfect, from what I'm hearing, I haven't seen the movie. I won't see it for at least two more weeks, but from what I've heard, he's an excellent villain. And I think it's easily 
something. It's again, it's one of those positions where they could easily trans, you know, uh, sort of fit that character, that actor into that role. And even the character of High Evolutionary, they can absolutely tie him to Kang, to, to Kang making him a Kang and so on and so on. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 have I, think s- yeah, I haven't seen uh, Guardians 3 yet either, um, but I am hearing good things about uh, about him as the villain. Yep. I think they have their answer. I just think they have to decide to go that way. Yeah. What else is going on at Disney? Um, so they're talking about about recasting him, or they they flat out said they're doing it? It says, reportedly preparing for potential recast. So very much hedging that they're thinking about it. It hasn't said they are doing it. Well, it must be really bad then. Yeah. So, I imagine they're probably waiting to see a more, I guess, full scope. There's quotations around that on everything against Jonathan Majors before they make the decision. Um, and maybe they're trying to see how shit Ezra Miller does in DC engaging. Okay. If this is the closest comparison we have, is it worth it to keep Jonathan Majors? <laughs> Speaking of uh, Ezra Miller, did you see, I guess, one of the scenes from the Flash movie is somebody going, oh my God, I love you, to the Flash, some a, a girl, and then mm-hmm. somebody intercut that in with him just walking up and choking that girl that's on t- They just splice the two together, and it's like, yeah, remember, <laughs> this guy's a piece of shit. Um, he, is, he is a piece of shit, that's true. Uh, let's see. They are a piece of shit. They, yeah, you're right. Sorry, they. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's let's go through the Disney stuff. Um, Disney is going to start doing the same shit they did over at Warner Brothers, pulling uh, pulling stuff off the streamer to save money. So all this stuff, there things are going back into the vault. Remember, we thought that Disney Plus was the end of the vault. Nope. Yeah. Going back into the vault. What's going in the vault? Uh, let's see. I don't know if it, if the article says what content. Well, I can look it up. Um, I think it's also important that they, they lost 4 million subscribers. So, and they're, and they're going to be consolidating Disney plus and Hulu are going to be one thing just like that that. one I saw. I mean, yeah, it it makes it, well, I guess there was talk of whether they were going to spin it off and sell it or absorb it. So they'll absorb it and Disney plus will just have the Hulu content. They'll absorb it and raise the price for the the commercial free version yes yeah yeah i think they've already I don't raised the price. that means we now start getting commercials on like marvel shows i don't think that's what that means i think some of the hulu content will still have commercials but i don't think the disney content will yeah that wouldn't really make sense yeah, I don't think the article specifically says what's going to get pulled. Just that they're going to start taking some stuff off to save, to save money. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, Daredevil also is shut down for the writer strike. So you know these, these things. All of your favorite things are going to be delayed until the studios are willing to give the writers some money. Uh, Disney yeah. stock is falling as a result of all of this. Uh, not to mention the uh, all the garbage that's going on in Florida. Um, Peter Pan and Wendy gets the worst ever audience score for a Disney live action remake. Nice. Like, has, has I there, heard that. Has there been a good 
translation that that we cared about. Like I feel like the only one I've seen I feel like is the Beauty and the Beast, which again it's like shot for shot. Oh, it's just, it's just like oh, you it's mean, just like the cartoon. I thought you meant a good Peter Pan movie live action, and I was about to say yeah, Hook. Yeah. I well, mean, I, I think uh, of I think the only half decent live action ones were the ones with the fake animals. Right, so the yeah, that one was fully live action. Yeah, the Beauty and the Beast and the Lion King. I mean, uh. Lady and the Tramp, I thought was fine, and Lion King, um, which were live action. <laughs> right, Lady and the Tramp. Not at all. I, I haven't seen any of these because I just don't feel the need to get out to see them. It's the same movie, just you know, quote unquote live action. Although I, I know, you know that what? I'm going to be in in the Little Mermaid uh, for sure because that's you know my wife's favorite thing. So I'm, I'll for sure go to see that. The the first live action Alice of Wonderland, which is like. Sort of a retelling. It's was I, that it Disney, was, the one with Johnny Depp. That was Disney. Yeah, the with Burton Johnny movie. Depp. I didn't hate that one. Was that was that Disney? I don't think that was Disney. No, it was. That is Disney does own it. Yep, it's it is Disney. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they um, because even at the Halloween party, they had the Johnny Depp version of uh, uh, of the Mad Hatter at some point in as one of the characters. Oh. So, um, let's see. Did, so nobody saw Guardians of the Galaxy? Nope. I am going to see Dungeons and Dragons this week, though. Oh, yeah? What, it's well, Theoretically. It's out streaming now, isn't it? Is it? I think it's already streaming. Not for free. No, I mean, I'm sorry, not streaming. Oh. You're right. It's not streaming. It's available on digital, right? There's, no, there's yeah, I, it, it's just come. It, it's been here for, it's been... Here for a week, and then I think it finishes out. I think this weekend, and I think Guardians is next week. I think, but I'd like to get to see it in the theater. Theater, I have intent to do that, but we'll see. Yeah the the theatrical window is getting shorter and shorter. It's it's averaging thirty days now. So basically, if you don't want to go see the movie, just wait a month, and it'll be available in a digital format. But uh, it's like it's like cousin D- and 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 uh, uh, sandwich will appreciate this. It's cousin Dave's dream come true. He doesn't have to leave the house then. <laughs> yeah. Cousin Dave, of course, a member of uh, Team TNG, Team Fortnite TNG. So there you go. That's who he is. Occasionally, he calls in. Is he a solid member of the team? And like, really contributes a lot. Really, he, uh, he's he is a member player. of the team. Is he cannon fodder? Is he cannon fodder for the team? No, he's not. He's not that's, terrible. That's an insult to cannon fodder. <laughs> he's not terrible. He 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 does very well sometimes. He and I have won just doing duos and things. So it's not like you know. We're, I understand of all the all the many members. Of Fortnite TNG Team Fortnite TNG, uh, that I understand that myself and Dave are probably the weakest members. I acknowledge that, and I I would probably acknowledge that Sandwich is probably the strongest member, but he's also the least uh, uh, present. So there's yeah. that, which leaves us with Mumbles, who is he? He's good at the game i mean don't ever tell him i said that because i'll never hear the end of it but he is good at it you know 
but he's, you know, mumbles. So, whatevs. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Final top story here. Uh, MTV News is signing off after 36 years. So, no more MTV News. Honestly, they I didn't know did there was still. After, like, the past 10 years? I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know. How, when did You're Kurt as shocked retire? as you. Yeah. I mean, there's no music on music television. Why would there be music television news, right? I want my just TV. I want my reality shows and ridiculousness clip shows. I want my crap TV. I want the show that ruined my high school years. What show is that? Jersey Jersey Shore, Shore, for those that don't know. Yeah. 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 When I moved out of New Jersey and I was the only Italian-American within a 100-mile radius (laughs) from the Jersey Shore in Pennsylvania, it did not go over well. <laughs> oh, the amount of times those fucking assholes like, can you fist bump for me? Can you do GTL? Fucking morons! <laughs> Damn, don't hold back. Uh, oh, fucking! They call me a hey, is- I'm like, that's a fucking insult, bastard. This week on the sandwich shop, sandwich is gonna binge watch all episodes of Jersey Shore and give a commentary. I would rather watch fucking, what, Shogun, three times in a row. You know, Shogun is really good, Sandwich. (laughs) It's really good. You know what? Even if you never did a sandwich shop on it, just watch the first episode. I... (laughs) And that DVD set had better be in pristine condition when I get it back. It's It's in good condition. No, 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 no. It was given to you in pristine condition. And it'll be in pristine condition when you receive it. He's using yeah, because, it to... I mean, I, there's no risk of it not being because you haven't used it. <laughs> exactly. No, he's using the DVDs to prop up his dresser. You know, one of the latest yeah, little I'm shorts. Sure. Got it I'm sure that's the case. But a drink coaster. <laughs> there you go. Even better. Uh, let's see. So MT- this is part of the big shutdown. Par- Paramount is laying off 25% of the network studio group. So, um, Paramount owns MTV, MTV right? Yes, yeah. Paramount owns MTV. Yeah. In, in related yeah, I don't news, MTV is even still around. I don't even know what shows are on it anymore, besides fucking ridiculousness or whatever it's called. Right. The and, real and, world. And, their kid. And then they still do, uh, like, the MTV Movie Awards, where it uh, looks like Pedro Pascal won at least three things. Um, you know, the MTV Movie Awards, MTV... Uh, they like they still do the video the video music awards. I guess there's still music videos, but I don't know if anybody watches it. No um, MTV Raps. Oh my God, that's not on anymore, is it? The, that's on. And what about um, Headbangers Ball? Is that still on? 120 Pimp minutes. My Rock is not MTV. W- what show? Pimp My Ride. Pimp, th- that's not on anymore. They don't still make Pimp My Ride. Was that MTV or was that VH1? For uh, behind the music, that's is that one of them? That's VH1. V- v- VH1 is behind the music. Pimp My Ride is MTV. Okay. Yeah. What uh, about Cribs? That's MTV Cribs. Yeah. I don't yeah. think any of these shows that's are still on. on. I don't, if you What's know what's on MTV. MTV? What, what show? Pranked or the fuck it is? Punked? Punked. Oh, that was Punked, right? With with Aston Kutcher? Yeah. Aston Kutcher, and yeah. Dax Shepard. No. Yeah, that's probably still on. I don't think any of these things are on anymore. Is anything still on? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Let's uh Jackass rerun. Right. 
I don't know. Are they even doing that? Oh, oh, uh, is it, is Beavis and Butthead still on there? I don't think it's on MTV no. though. I think it's on. I think it's, it's on, a, on Paramount. It's on Paramount. It's I don't on think Paramount, it's, but I don't think it's on MTV. I don't think you Hold can on. watch episodes on MTV. The new stuff is really funny. They did a smart thing. I don't know if we talked about this, but instead of doing music videos, well, they still do music videos occasionally. They're doing like it's like they're watching um, YouTube videos instead of music videos or in conjunction with music videos because there's so few music videos now. I thought it was clever. That's absolutely for the time. That's the right way to do it, right? Because that's what yeah. people watch. People oh, don't yeah. watch m- music videos anymore. So, yeah, you're, you're there. Mm-hmm. People, people will watch people react to videos anyways. So, yeah, I will well, do it on TV. Why not watch Beavis and Butthead react? Yeah, reaction videos are popular. All right, let's uh, let's move on to some celebrity news. Uh, so, Dolph Lundgren, Dom, who's Dolph Lundgren? Sandwich, who is Dolph that's, Lundgren? That's Ivan, that's Ivan Drago, is it not? Ivan Drago, who else? Name another. He was He Man. He was He Man. Uh, he's been battling cancer for eight years. So, wow. Damn. I mean, you know, who knew? They, and now, I, not to be morbid, they say like what it is, or did you say battling cancer? It's cancer. It's not good. That's not the good kind. I know it's not fucking good, but it, like battling with stage two or battling with like stage three, which is like bad. And what kind? Bad, Did they say what kind? Let's see. Lung cancer in 2015. Wow. And it, he got it into remission, Jeez. came back in 2020. Um, in 2020, they said he's only got a couple of years to live. Um, so, I mean, yeah, he's probably struggling. Um, he got a second opinion, and uh, his treatments are currently making the tumors shrink. So let's all uh, send our thoughts and prayers to Dolph Lundgren. Maybe thoughts and be... prayers. Thoughts and prayers. That's right. Um, hopefully, hopefully he'll, oh, uh, my, I'm... he'll be around for another <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. I'm not even laughing. I immediately thought, and I'm not trying to be a dick, his most iconic line, if he dies, he dies. Oh, so be it. Wow, terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sandwich is a terrible person. Dave, have you noticed he's gotten just more just terrible? He's mean. Wow. Like, you know, we say Dolph Lundgren's battling cancer and Sandwich goes. Tough luck. That's yeah. what he goes. Uh, Stanley Tucci went through a cancer, uh, cancer battle as well. But I think he beat it as well. So I remember, you know. I remember reading about that or hearing about that. I heard he solved it by going around Italy and getting paid an extraordinary amount of money to eat food all over Italy. Truth, and I, he cured his cancer. If I could do that, I would there do it. Did, did you watch his his show? It's called Inside Man. No, it, it's a very much a, um, you know, it's about a detective who solves cases using clues kind of thing, right? Just a very Whoa. observant person. Like like House, like Sherlock, like all the rest of them. But this time he's in, uh, he's on death row for the murder of his wife, and people come and bring him, you know, the unsolved cases, and he figures them out. And I thought it was pretty boring. I didn't really, wasn't that great. It's like eight episodes, and I'm like, eh, was not that great. Stanley Tucci's fine, you know, but it's just there wasn't any. It's just so derivative of all the rest of them. It just didn't. Was the underlying story about how he didn't kill his wife? No, he absolutely killed his wife. Um, there has been n- th- no revelation in season okay, one. Okay, all right. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. 
Did he befriend Morgan Freeman? No. In the no. He did. Did at any point did he get like a little hammer? No, but he does have uh, a black friend on death row with him who has mm-hmm. who has a photographic memory. So he brings that guy along with him to the interviews to to be like his stenographer because he just remembers everything that's said. So clever, but it's not Morgan Freeman. Okay, let me ask you another question. The guy that killed his wife, did he have one arm? He did not. No, no, no. Stanley Tucci killed his wife. What I think the answer is going to be, I'm going to go on record right now that they'll do it in season two, is that that his wife killed herself because of something he did. So therefore he feels that he killed her, but he made it look like he murdered her so that he would get death row. So that he could be properly punished. I think he cheated on her. She found out and killed herself. And then he cut off her head. Making, making Will they? Like has there been any? What? He cut off her head. He cut off her head. He, he cut off oh. her head and buried it. Her head is missing in, in, in the context of the show. Got it. it. Have they announced whether they'll be bringing Tommy Lee Jones in? They have not. What, what are you referencing? <laughs> The Fugitive. How do you not know the Fugitive Tommy Lee Jones reference? I haven't seen The Fugitive. Really? Sandwich Shop. Sandwich Shop. Uh, Say that again clean so I can make a... So I can make a... What? Sandwich Shop? Yeah, say it it real clean like that. Sandwich Shop. Oh, it, it buzzed out. That's all right. I'll get it later. I'll fix it in post. I need right. to get one of those. So that way, anytime Sandwich hasn't seen something, I can just hit the button and save us all time. Uh, let's see. Let's move over to the... You've using that button more than Kenobi. Oh, God damn it. Wrong. See, the, I'm on the one. Hello there. Oh, bummer. I hate that when that happens. Um, Good job, Kev. Yeah, he got me. He got me. Welcome. Uh, let's see. So we're going to go to... start a jar. <laughs> I just have to pay. Nice. Every time I miss it, let's see. Fuck in the jar. How about this? Cancel corner. Geek stuff. TNG. All we still hear is the words. Well, you know, listen to the show. You'll hear. You'll hear the the production value. Oh God, I gotta participate in the show. Yeah. You want me to listen to it too? I want you to do both. Yeah. Long what time. Do I have oodles of time in I, my yeah. life. Long time listener. Let's first go. Time. I want to talk about. I want to talk about geek shit. <laughs> um. Is did we talk about the fact that Hasbro, I, I'm sure we did, but I'm just bringing it up again because it's fantastically funny, that package, that plastic packaging is coming back? Yes. We did talk about that. Okay. Um, did we talk about um, it looks very much like the next HasLab Star Wars? Now, for the record, the last two HasLabs that were Star Wars themed failed miserably and for that matter and for that matter the last marvel has lab failed miserably mattel who is also doing these crowdfunding things they just had one uh wcw nitro entrance area thing failed miserably um and so, but yet what I'm noticing is more of these independents, you know, like our buddy who did the 
the Jesus figures. Mm-hmm. Our buddy Chris that did those. He was successful. Biggest company in the world. The last three have failed, I think. I don't think there's been any. I don't think there's been one since the engine of greed. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think there's been one since then. And the previous two Star Wars ones was uh, were rather the the saber from Obi uh, from uh, the Obi Wan show, and the one before that was the Rancor, which was just hysterically funny. Um, so the rumor is now the rumor is that the next HasLab will probably be vintage collection. So that's three and three quarter classic size figures. And it will probably be the ghost, which is the ship from rebels. Oh, okay. So, and are the they, reason have they done behind- any figures from yeah, 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 they have. I don't I don't know. I'm pretty sure they've done all of that crew. Well, they definitely did them okay. in the animated style. Okay. I don't know that they've done vintage collection versions of those characters, but let's say they did it. Here's an opportunity for yeah. them to do so, because certainly packing the crew in with this ship is going to make it more attractive, I think, anyway. Um, and there's a number of reasons why it probably is this. One, it's a ship they can do. Two, if they haven't done vintage collection versions of those characters yet, and I can't say for certain that are not animated style. They did animated style ones um, because I have them all. And they're all signed, and I, I love them. They They were done really well. But that said, I don't know that they've done vintage collection ones. So full articulation, that more realistic styling i don't think that they have let's say that they didn't packing them in makes this more uh, desirable obviously like i said earlier but the other reason of course is because the ahsoka tv show is about to drop and it is the successor the sequel to that tv show and more and the more information we see about it the more you know that's true. Like, for example, pretty sure I called it on this show. Pretty sure. We'd have to find out. We'd have to have the producer go back and look. I'm pretty sure I called Mary uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead McGregor, if that's her name now, um, was going to play uh, Hera, who's the pilot of the ship. I'm pretty sure I called that. Um, and... You know, we've seen other cast members. This is this show is going to be a sequel to the uh, uh, to the Rebels cartoon show, definitely without question. And that said, that's yet another reason because that ship will obviously be in that show because we know that it has appeared in other things, right? It appeared in Rogue One. It appeared in. Uh, the rise of Skywalker. So we know it's still around. Um, and the question really is, uh, uh, well, not it's not a question to me. I think I think all of you combine all of that. That's kind of almost in a sense Hasbro's formula for these. Is it relevant? 
now, or at least that's the way they're trying to position it, even though the barge was relevant to nothing. But that was an enormous success. So anyway, I just wanted to bring, I want to talk about toys. <laughs> and so, just saying. Well, and again, I, I think that what you just said, uh, you know, just comparing it to, to, you know, the Jesus figures or, or, uh, you know, some of these other, other ones that we've talked about in the Kickstarter. You shouldn't really successful. call them what they are. Like bi- what was it? Biblical something. Adventures. Like, I, what? Adventures. Biblical adventures. Is that what it was? I always forget. You, by the way, if you did not get involved in the Kickstarter, let's give a plug here. If you did not get, if you did not get involved in the Kickstarter for those, you can go to Big Bad Toy Store and get them because they're taking pre-orders for them over there because they're getting produced because the Kickstarter was successful. So if you missed it or on the time you were like, eh, you know, you can still do it. I'm just saying that's the thing you could do. I'm just looking for the Biblical Adventures, yeah. Biblical Adventures Kickstarter. But so now it's the Big Bad to- uh, Toy Store. Um, but it's because they're not hitting the right niche, right? Biblical Adventures ha- has a, a niche that it's going to hit. The uh, you know, But the, uh, the Inquisitor Blade from uh, the Obi-Wan show just didn't, it, there's, the niche isn't big enough, right? And and the, the rancor, it was that was just a failure of uh, of pricing, right? Well, no, uh, well, well, I mean, I mean, if we want to talk about them, let's 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 call them for what they are, right? Let's take the rancor. That's the furthest one back. The rancor was just poorly. The the campaign was just poorly executed. Yeah, it was poor execution because if they and because had, and, and the, because Hasbro refused to acknowledge the fa- at that time it might do different now because now they can maybe make different decisions because don't forget at the time they were still not acknowledging the adult collector these were toys made for kids and only this year based on data that came in did they acknowledge the fact that as many adults are buying toys as kids or something along whatever the number is <clears throat> And by do by having that information, they could now, if they decided to do the rancor and they hadn't failed miserably at it earlier, they could put in like the dancing girl, which is what everybody wanted. You know what I mean? They would put in the rancor keeper, which they threw in at the last minute, desperate to try to make it work. Instead of now, I'm I'm reminding you. Again, that the figure that came with that was the Gamorian Guard, who, by the way, they have just released again. He's in the store right now, in my target on the island right now. Gamorian Guard in a 40th or whatever anniversary, 40, 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi card. Did you Again, go out to see that it's in the, the fifth in time that character has been released, and he was free, but on a special. I think he was on a Jedi card for the Rancor. I'm pretty sure that was. And you know, again, this is another one of those things. We could we could really talk about this all fucking day long. I don't want to, but the point is, you're you're making special characters that are only available in these sets 
but you're carding them so nobody will open them. Yeah. So if you want that character open, you got to bust the card. It's fucking stupid. Either make it resealable packaging or just ship them in white boxes and lower the price of the campaign. That, the cardboard backdrop as a tier unlock and the the bag o bones which every person with a 3D printer can make in an evening. You know what I mean? Those things are the reason the Rancor failed, right? Poor execution, not listening or knowing your audience or respecting them, my opinion. Uh, and, and, and the fact that at the time, they couldn't do the one, possibly two, possibly Hunt, Hunt Slayer Leia, whatever we're calling her now. If they had done her and the Dancing Girl, they probably could have reused parts and done both of those characters. And the Rancor Keeper, they would have they would have did fine. They probably would have sold it. They probably would have. I might have even ordered it. You know, probably not sandwich before you get all like you get. <laughs> about me having a toy. God forbid I have a toy. So, uh, uh don't, don't, say, like, don't frame it like you don't oh, have oh, you're it. breaking up. You're breaking up, sandwich. You're breaking up. So, anyway, uh, yeah, so that's why and the the lightsaber from Obi from the Obi-Wan TV show failed because that show was a failure. The show was a failure. That character for which the saber uh, was 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 made, you know, it, that that character whose saber this is was also a failure. That character was a failure. Terrible character. And somehow, I don't know how this is, her hot toy is sold out. I don't know. Maybe they decided they're only going to make three of them. That's the only thing I can think. On that note, though, let me say, again, kind of getting into toys a little bit, they just, on May the 4th, Hot Toys previewed um, to the other two, the other two um, inquisitors from the TV show, the other girl and the clearly Asian guy as 12 inch figures. They've already done the grand inquisitor. They've already done Reva. Who's the character we're talking about. And now they've previewed the other two. Oh, that doesn't mean they'll necessarily get made. They preview a lot of stuff that never gets made. But I just find it really funny. Nobody liked the Grand Inquisitor because he didn't look like the Grand Inquisitor from the TV show. Nobody liked Reva because the character was awful. Uh, and although visually the other two characters are really stunning, and the show was kind of like, okay, they're all right. But Hot Toys is continuing to push in that direction. Anyway, and then lastly, the 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 engine, uh, the engine of vengeance or whatever the hell that that was called. They couldn't call it uh, the Hell Charger or whatever the real name of it is because they would have to pay a license fee in order to do that. That failed on multiple levels, multiple levels, and and their presentation and defense of it as being worthwhile only hurt them in my opinion. All it did was hurt that campaign. Them saying, look, guys, it's complete. It's got a door. It's got a trunk. It's got lights and sound. And meanwhile, you have people. There's a company right now doing a version of this car 
that if you pre-ordered it, I don't even know if that window's closed yet or not. I wish I could remember the name of the company. I feel bad that I don't because I thought it was really for like one seventy-five. So, and what was that one like? Three hundred, whatever it was. So you know what I mean. This is what I'm talking about. That's what I mean. You know what I mean. The tone deafness is. I mean, you kind of see we're coming into a, the possibility that the ghost might change that if it's the ghost, which I'm I'm almost sure it is. And if they do it correctly, it could be successful. But who knows? They just don't have a good track record. I wish they just cut the shit out, to be honest. But what do I know? They're so far off the mark of why HasLab was created at this point. It's like, why even bother anymore? How many more failures have to occur before they either recognize the fact that they don't know what the fuck they're doing or they just stop or and or they stop altogether? I don't know. No, again... Here's a here's this question may be kind of out of left field, but why don't instead of putting these like unlocks and whatever, why don't they just figure out how much it would cost to make it, decide how much profit they want, and then take pre-orders and make however many they they get orders for? Like, why don't they do that? That is what essentially they are doing, but the profit end of it is so. So, in other words, if you if you Let's take the engine of vengeance. If you priced it out according to the price of... Now, don't forget, you were getting, what, one, two, three, four. You were getting four figures, one of which was clearly a deluxe. Mephisto would have been a deluxe. So like 40-odd dollars. The other ones, whatever they are now, 25, 28 bucks a piece, whatever it is. If you worked it out that way, it was still monstrously too expensive. Right. And the... And the threat angle was was part of what I just said with regards to what I just said in regards to the fact that they did themselves no favors trying to defend this product. This is one of the ways they did that. You're never gonna get you're never gonna get Madeline Pryor as the Goblin Queen if you don't buy this car. If you don't back this, you're never getting Mephisto. You're never getting Madeline Pryor as the Goblin Queen. You're never getting Son of Satan, whoever that character was, Hellstrom, whichever one it was. You're never getting that character. You're never going to get Robbie Reyes, human form, whatever. Um, you know, the, the, that's that's the point of it. That's the point of it. That was one of the angles that they took. The other angle was, why can't you see what it's worth? What's wrong with you guys that you can't see that this is an amazing product? And it was, but it wasn't that price amazing. And again, if you factor the figures in and shipping and taxes and everything else that they're going to choke every nickel out of you for, it just simply wasn't worth it. And I told, I told them that at New York. I'm sure I talked about it back then. Yeah. I didn't realize who I was talking to because he was standing like half a foot behind me. And I was, I was, I don't know, in the middle of the diatribe before I turned to look who it was. And it was, uh, what's his name? The designer. I forget the guy's name. He's on all the videos. Uh, he's, he's the non-Asian guy on the two, on all the videos, but I always forget that. I always forget. I know Dan Yoon is one of them. I forget, but you know, I I I didn't realize that I was addressing the guy who makes the thing. When I was telling him this is never going to work, 
Yeah. Wait, I, I think we have audio of that. Hold on. And now, another Big Kev Hasbro rant. Bullshit. Bullshit, I say. That's the exact quote of what he said to him. <laughs> Stupid fucking garbage. Why, why? Uh, screaming in the middle of the convention. Yeah. Screaming it, bullshit. <laughs> we need I to wish. I should have. Do, do we have do we have money in the uh, in the geek stuff TNG kitty to have somebody follow you around ranting around uh, New York this year? Yeah, if you fly in. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if that's isn't, isn't that, that on your agenda this year? Sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, I'd love to. Yeah. Oh, I got to take care of that. I keep forgetting. What? Oops. New York. Yeah, just take care of the table. That's all. Yeah. Getting to do it. Shit, should do it today. Yeah. All right. Monday let's uh, day. let's do let's do one more one more story uh before we uh before we go to break here. How about that? Uh let's 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 hit British comedies, British sci-fi, British fantasy. Good omens uh is going to be returning soon. The it's not a- British. You don't think it's not? Wait a minute. Is it made in Britain? Uh who who wrote it? Neil Gaiman, British. Right. That's, Who's in it? All those British guys. I mean, does that make it British? Uh, David Tennant is British. I just put that in the category of the style, the British style of storytelling. Okay. I put it in the Neil Gaiman style. Did he write this? Uh, I, I think so. And again, it was, it was Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Well, that, well, and Terry Pratchett's dead. So I'm assuming. If there's a sequel, Neil wrote it, or did someone else write it? It says, for season two, Gaiman continues as executive producer and co-showrunner, along with Douglas McKinnon, who also directs and executive produces all six episodes. Uh-huh. And who is the writer? I'm looking. I don't see. I wonder if this spins out into another book, or if it's just a show. It's got to be just a show. Because I don't imagine if he was going to write another book, I think that would have come first. Has he written anything in a while? Um, he's been mostly working on TV stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I can't find writer in there. Ah, you bastard! (laughs) Your mother's ass. Oh, uh, let's see. But yeah, I tell you though, to me, Good Omens, it it hit all of the uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. How dare you? Me. What? I love Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. You, how dare you lower Good Omens to the level of Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? What? Hitchhiker's Guide how to the Galaxy you? is my favorite book series of how all time. Dare you? <sighs> I know, but I haven't read the Good Omens book. If I read the book, will I enjoy it as much as the series? Oh, is it? How dare you? What's you haven't Scott even Shop? read the book? I haven't read the book. Oh my god! All right. Oh my. Well, how about friend uh, of this show, Neil Gaiman, never read the book. Wow. Sorry. sorry. 
I guess I know what drop you'll be yeah, using. Yeah, that, that makes it easy for me. Thank you, because that's coming right up here. Uh, so, again, last week you said uh, we had to talk about Red Dwarf. So there's I been... Did? Yeah, when I was trying... When I Are was they telling, doing more of it? Uh, let's see. It says, Red Dwarf's future confirmed as long uh, legal dispute resolved. Great. We've talked about it. What's next? Oh, geez. You're just ready to go to break. Uh Let's see. How yeah. about a, how about a faulty after towers? Your, after your awful rant about Hasbro, we should probably just go to break. All right. Uh, do you want a faulty towers reunion? They're working on it. All right. What should we talk really? about? Yeah. They're like half of those people are dead, aren't they? But John Cleese isn't. Well, John Cleese is. I mean, he's half dead, isn't he? No. Actually, I saw him. Uh, I saw John Cleese and Eric Idle come came to town a few years ago. They're kind of touring around just with a two man show. That was several years ago. It was, but he's still not dead. He's active on Twitter. Pretty um, sure Bush was president. No, it was not that long ago. It the was, first one or the second one? The, the second one. Okay. Good. That is a good question, though. Good point. Good point. All right. Let's. So, what should we title this episode before we go to break? Yeah, you see, sandwich is smart. Not like everybody says, like dumb. I can handle things. I'm smart. Not like everybody says, like dumb. I'm smart, and I want respect. <laughs> you got to get. I was passed over, Michael. I was passed over. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. What should we? What should we title the episode? Oh, that's a good one. Sandwich is going to get canceled. All right. Because he... Live from the Garden State Parkway. Cancel he sandwich. Com- he he compared something to a used condom inappropriately. Would it, would it better to be broken condom or used condom? I don't think either one of those is a good thing for you to be uttering on this program. <laughs> there you go. And, that's and with that, we will take... Our first and possibly sandwiches final break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode seven and two other numbers. 21. 21, 721, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line. 201-730-2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? All right. Here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices. Like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm comments. Oh, <clears throat> that's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm on your mind, what we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> So call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Hey guys, this is Brian O'Halloran from Clerks, Clerks 2, Brutal Massacre, a whole bunch of films. Not even supposed to be here today. And you're listening to Big Kev's Geek Stuff. Listen, he's a geek, I'm a geek, I know this kind of stuff. I'm not even supposed to be here today. You sound like an asshole! Geek Stuff TNG. Live from Big Kefuna Studios, Pine Studios in Southern California, and the New Jersey Turnpike. Get out of the fucking way, Jagoff! It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-Foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up, all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get what 18 scale. Hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received. Fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies and more. 
you can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Here you go. <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely parm crisp. That's right. No geek stuff TNG would be complete without parm crisp snack mix. Parm crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like parm crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios, three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs, Kev, does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. So you take the fiber, you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes Parm Crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, parmcrisps.com, it says our original blend of Parm Crips, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch, or sour cream and onion pouch. What's your favorite, Kev? I haven't seen sour cream and onion. What was that? I like, I like the original. I like the original, but the ranch one is fine too. I'd like to try sour cream and onion. It's probably very good. Yeah, you could get the variety pack. Oh, looking at all of the ingredients. Oh, you see, sir, I, I get them at the Costco in the large size because I eat so many delicious parm crisps. Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno, everything, four cheese, and sour cream. They all sound delicious. They are, but I don't think they're doing the big, what is this, 20 ounce. I don't think they're doing, are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors? I don't know. For more information on Parm Crisps, go to parmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today. When you buy them, mention Geek Stuff TNG for absolutely no discount. Mention them at checkout and look like a weirdo. (laughs) Reach out to them at parmcrisps.com and tell them you heard about Parm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. Uh, Let's see. Okay. What do we want to talk? Do, let's, do you want to do some video game news or do you want to do uh, celebrity news? We're, we're live, sir. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm asking. What do you guys you want. want to do? Video game. Video games while we have sandwich here. No. No. No, sandwich. You want to do video games? Maybe you do video games with your fucking friends when you fucking say you're going to fucking do it. Every time I receive a package from the mail, I add one day so I play again. Wow. That's really the direction you're going here? All right. Wow. Wow. If you stopped ordering things, I'd play more. Listen, I just had another thing convert from COVID, a Mezco. Mm. More COVID, I'm not, huh? I'm not saying. Look, I'll show didn't, you the goddamn order date. Didn't, didn't the president say COVID's over now? We won. 
It is officially it. over. Yeah, but yeah, COVID protocols yeah. are but, officially over. But but long COVID, sir. The way it affects you, sandwich, is that my orders from COVID keep coming. Long COVID is lots of extra packages that were ordered Not during COVID. Not my fault that the product, you know, if this was the regular and there had been no COVID, it'd be like a couple of packages here and there. But no, production got shut down all over the world and shipping and everything else sandwich that you fully know. And the stuff is just coming in now. Not my fault. Not my COVID. It was all of our COVID. It was my. It, it was. It was the archives COVID. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Yeah, it was the worst of times. It was the worst of times. Anyway, Wait, play the play the song from the end of the Breakfast Club. Have someone lift their arm out in victory. Don't hey, you for, don't hey, you forget hey, about hey. me? <laughs> yeah, what's the name of the band, Sandwich? Oh, uh, the Who, I don't know. Wow. No name out there. Just old. the word The Who? The uh, Who. My girlfriend knows who it is. I don't. I see. More is, that, is that Simple Minds? It is, yes. I thought so. I just wanted to be sure. They're one and only oh, hit. Oh, Simple Minds. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's Simple Minds. <laughs> Yep, everyone believes that you... Oh, oh yeah, all of a sudden, I remembered who it was. <laughs> no one believes you. I got five minutes. Let's do news. All right. Okay. Physical Something copies Physical copies of Star Wars Jedi Survivor require a digital download. Yes. All games do. Also, that game was, like most games nowadays, not released properly and had like a hundred gigabyte update. So what's on the Some guys what's on the physical copy? Is there even anything on it? The ability to update and download it. Yeah, that's it. It's the key. <laughs> it's just proof of purchase on a DVD. Yeah, that's what it is. It's key. It's a key. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, Sony tops uh, thirty-eight point four million in PS5 sales with a record-breaking year. There you go. That's because no one can buy them during COVID. Can you even buy them now? I haven't been. I haven't seen one anywhere in the wild. This, yeah, there's there's some on this island. There's even that super uh, Xbox is on this island too. I was considering getting it recently, but then I was I, like, I know the, I play Fortnite. The Xboxes I know are way more uh, findable, for lack of a better word, than the Playstations. That's because um, probably Sony underproduced it because it's terrible. I, I'm probably going to get an Xbox at some point in the semi-near future. Don't know when. Oh, yeah? What happened, PC gamer? Uh, Madden. Uh, sports games don't get the update on PC. They get it on the new gen. So I see. I want to play my sports game with the updated graphics. I got to get. I want to play my sports games. Foosball is the devil. I do. I like I love. Mama said that. <laughs> Mama said alligators always angry because they got so much teeth, but they got no toothbrush. <laughs> uh, it does say here that the scalpers are having trouble selling all those PS5s that they scooped up uh, now that uh, supplies are getting back to normal. So you said you haven't Good. seen them in the wild. Um, they're fuck getting those back. Bastards. That's right. Fuck them. Yep. Yep. My my kid brother, pain in the ass he is, 
got a PS5 for Christmas like a year or two ago, I remember my mother like going literally into the sticks of New borderline the Pine Barren to find a goddamn PlayStation because every scalper in the North Jersey area was just hoarding them and selling them for like a thousand dollars a piece. Dude, there's no scalpers in northern New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, the guy was. Yeah, the you guy can was find a... every toy that you want. It's always available on the shelf. They're not going out the back door to employ someone who knows a guy who who works at Target. Yeah, that never happens. Yeah, yeah. I hear the guy in the Pine Barrens that she bought it from was like some kind of Czechoslovakian interior decorator. Probably. <laughs> What else? Got shot in uh, the head and ran away. That's right. Hit, hit him with a shovel and ran off. Um, let's see. NetEase is suing Blizzard for $43.5 million. Who's NetEase? I don't even know who that is. I don't know. I don't know who that is either. Is that what you put on your junk before you stick it in the net? <laughs> what? NetEase. No? Nothing? <laughs> Some no, funny thing I just said. Probably not appropriate, but I said it. It's... it's uh, they closed the services to more than 1 million Chinese users after negotiations to renew the licensing fell through. So that's what they're suing them over. Oh. So, yeah, I remember we talked a few few weeks back about uh, them shutting off the WoW servers um, and how that was going to hurt a lot of people. Let's see. Um, yeah, gold farmers. Yeah. Well, that's their livelihood. Uh, do we need a Duke Nukem movie? Does anybody play no. Duke Nukem? No. All right. Hogwarts Legacy uh, has surpassed 15 million copies in less than two months, even with the uh, complaints about it. Massive amount of complaints and problems. Oh, I'm not surprised. You know, it's one of those things. If you're a, if you're a fan of that franchise, you buy the shit. I mean, I don't have any addictions like that. I can say no to anything. <laughs> You so, are addicted to toys like I am with dice. Oh, look, did you hear that admission? Huh? Yeah, Mr. I admitted Mr. it. Mr. Scott, did you hear that that admission right I, there? Yeah, I'll mark it I down. I admitted it. That's the next step for you, Kev, admitting it, that you have a problem. I admit that you have a problem, Sandwich. I fully uh, admit it. You definitely have a dice issue. <laughs> Let's see. Angry Birds Company Rovio may sell to Sega for a billion dollars. How is yeah, Angry good. Birds still because, a thing? Yeah, it, that's. I was just about to say, like, where's the relevance? If they can get a billion dollars for that has been piece of crap, they should do it immediately. Yeah, take it All and right. run. I got. I gotta disappear in the middle of this. Uh, let's well, see. Hey, it's been real nice. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Tell right. Granny we said she's, we, that we said hi. I think she's watching us anyway. So she, she seemed, she's making sure you make it there without that you're on your way. Enjoy dinner. Happy Mother's Day, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you very much. What's happening? Did he okay, get an accident? Yeah. All right. He's gone. He's gone. All right. Let's see. He's gone. Oh my. All right. They um Did you watch Heels at all? No. Right, but that was Steve Amell, right? That was what he went on to after 
Let's Arrow. say yes, because right. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's getting a season two, um, but the Winchesters has already been canceled uh, over on the CW. I, is the CW still around? Like, how are they still a show? I thought that, or a, a network, I thought it was just gone. No idea. All right. Let's see. What else we got here? Um, I was trying to do the uh, the celebrity crime butter earlier, but you went off on your Hasbro ramp, rant. Um, I didn't do a rant. We discussed Hasbro instead. Uh, yeah, that's accurate. So let's see. Army Hammer is uh, new allegations of sexual assault uh, for Army Hammer, right? I, I, did he eat? I mean, last I heard he was a cannibal. He liked to eat people. Did he officially eat people or is it? Uh, who, knows who knows what he did? Lunatic. I mean, you know, really the worst thing he's ever done is that Lone Ranger movie. Honestly, that would be true. Uh, let's see. And, and Johnny Depp also probably one of his worst movies too. I could not believe how bad that movie was. I'm a huge Lone Ranger fan. Huge. I love all that pulpy shit. You know that. And, uh, you know, not to mention it has weird connections with Green Hornet and all kinds of stuff. And I was beside myself. Not the movie Green Hornet, just in the com- in the comics, in the, pardon me, broader structure of the characters. But still, I was so, I could not believe how bad that movie was. Yeah. I, was, uh, I also have bad memories about it because it's the last movie that I took my mom to and uh, when her dementia was setting in. So, like, she I, – I took it because I thought she would enjoy it because it's, long, you know, a character that she would know. Um, but when we got – like, we walked out of it and she goes, oh, yeah, I'd seen that one before. I'm like, oh, all right. You know, that's like that's just how I could tell that the uh, Alzheimer's was setting in. So I also associate that with that movie. Wow, great. Way to bring us bring all it, down. Bring the show down. All right, Marilyn Manson uh, – Wow, way to bring the show down again. <laughs> um, is uh, again, he's he's talking to Who the judge not? about his. Uh, uh, he lost his uh, uh, to Evan Rachel Wood, right? So he was. Oh, he did lose that case. I think he lost that case. Hold on. Uh-huh. Sees Judge Gut Rocker's defamation case against. Um, let's see. Oh no, he's suing Evan Rachel Wood for defamation, and the judge tossed most of it out. So yeah, yeah. So again, that, that seems right, right. And then finally, uh, Danny Masterson's uh, rape retrial um, says that Scientology attorneys tried to intimidate her on the witness stand. So yeah. All right. We talked about this last week when you weren't there, but uh, how do you feel about the new The Muppets Mayhem show? So I haven't seen it. I just saw one commercial for it. And I don't know. I hear from uh, our good friend Puppet Disaster um, uh, that he liked it. That's a pretty big vote, in my opinion. I mean, a pretty big, you know, like support, you know, uh, endorsement that's it it's a pretty big endorsement when it comes from him so i will say i don't know if i ever have time to watch anything ever again i probably will check it out yeah i feel like i feel like that's gonna be a better hopefully it won't go in the vault right before i'm 63 and have a minute to watch anything again yeah but hopefully it's better than the last attempt at a at a muppet's I don't want to call it live action, but a Muppets TV show. Um, but this one seems like it's got the right, uh, 
like style and feeling to it, right? Just back to just Muppets interacting with people. What was what was the last one? The last one was that one where it was like called I think it was called Muppets Tonight, or maybe it was just called that the Muppets. Was great Muppets Tonight was great. It, it, that's the one that was kind of kind of like a The Office style, uh, documentary style, and I heard everybody hated it. No, that was not Muppets Tonight. Okay, so no, Muppets this was just it was like the Muppet Show. So like no, the original Muppet Show just updated. No, this was just called I think just called the Muppets, and like uh, Kermit and Piggy had broken up, and it was filmed in like that documentary style. And- yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I remember that, but I, yeah, I haven't seen that one, so I can't say. But Muppets Tonight gave us, you know, Seymour and Pepe gave us Pepe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a long, the greatest that's a long time Muppet ago, of though. all time. That's a long time so, ago then. Yeah. So no, yeah. I'm talking about the one that was relatively recent. If you know, I'm, Seymour, I'm Pepe. We're two of a kind. <laughs> one of my favorite bits. My one of my favorite Muppet bits ever. Hey Seymour. Yes, Pepe. What do you get when you cross an elephant and a rhino? I don't know what. Elephino. I like that. that was, That's a good old joke. Right. Pepe is my favorite Muppet. The funniest member. Do you remember when he did, uh, which I thought was hysterically funny. He did um, Long John Silver's commercials. <laughs> no, I don't and remember can, that. Yeah, you can find them. I'm sure they're on YouTube still. But he did. I feel like there was probably, let's say there are eight to ten commercials that Pepe did for Long John Silver's about the, you know, the crispity crunchy shrimp. <laughs> it's he is a shrimp, funny. Right? That's what he is, yeah, right? He's a king prawn. <laughs> but you know, like I mean, that was re- they were really funny too. They were really funny commercials. I have to admit. And sometimes on YouTube, they come on and off. Though I mean, they used to be around. I, I haven't looked in quite a while, but they had like outtakes and things from the commercials, which were also really hysterically funny. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, Pepe. Pepe is my favorite. And, and Muppets Tonight, uh, not Muppets Tonight, Muppets from Space, he stole that movie. Every single scene he's in in that movie, he owned every single scene in that. It's like, uh, uh, what's a good example? It's like Woody Harrelson in Friends with Benefits. Every single scene he's in, he is the only thing in the scene. Dude, you know, I've never seen that. Muppets from Space. You haven't? No. You've never seen Muppets from Space? No. Sandwich shop. Yeah, I'll have to. Whatever your version of it is. Right. Scott shop. Scott shop. Oh, that's not good. Ugh. The worst name ever. A oh, pie day. A pie shop. The pie day podcast. The pie shop. Yeah. It's the pie cast. The pie shop. There you go. Yeah. You're right. Pie shop. Uh, let's see. Michael J. Fox is. Uh, Got Parkinson. Yeah. And he says he, he doesn't think he's going to last all that much longer. He's like, I should, I won't make it to 80. But yeah, you know, he, he, I don't know. He's probably. I won't probably, make it to eighty. I don't have Parkinson's. <laughs> yeah, you, you and I both. I know that's the way. It, that's the way it goes. But he's, uh, you know, his health isn't great. It's too bad. Yeah, I know. We talked about this after New York. Oh, did you see him? I got a toy signed by him. Didn't I talk about that on the show? No. No, I don't think. I don't think you talked about no, that. No, I had to talk about that. What did you get signed? Uh, Back to the Future. Um, I think he signed. Uh, I think it was the, the, it was a NECA figure of Marty McFly. I think it's the Darth Vader one. Oh, though. nice. Yeah, I think it's that one. I don't remember to be honest with you because the whole event 
I I cannot believe did I really not talk about this? It was so. really it was so sad. Well, then I'll talk about it now for at least a minute. Yeah. That we lined up, right? And there was all curtains around the area. But you know, there's breaks in these curtains, so you can see through, you know, the kind of the way that I I got my photograph of Ewan McGregor by the fact that there was a crack in the the curtain. I snapped the photo of him signing and and then of course I did the old camera in my you know, my phone in my pocket with the camera running when he signed my toy. Um, but that aside, uh, Michael J. Fox, all close up, but you can see like they put a big chair there and like there was, uh, there were like tables like in front of him and then there was a rope in front of that. You know what I mean? Like you were not getting close. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they started the line. I was in the front of the line. I was in the first, I don't know, let's say I'm in the first, six seven people right and they are rifling us through there i mean rifling us through and michael they bring him in first of all before they opened it up they brought him in and he's just i mean he's really really with all due respect god forbid but he's he was really bad i mean he was really bad you know and i was like how is he do how is he doing this you know what I mean? And I'm sure uh, that maybe the money was for charity or, or well, you know, I don't even know. But the point is, is he was really bad. I mean, he was like wildly all over the place. Yeah. You know, with, he was on the, the in, in recent interview. And, yeah. And I was just like, I mean, no one said a word. No one said a word. Like you walked along like the line and like you're kind of in front of him when the, you know, he's signing and I, I was like, thank you. Thank you, sir. You know? And, and he just like looked up at me and there seemed to be a sense of acknowledgement, but it was so fast and you couldn't tell if it was a sense of acknowledgement or is he just responding to that? Someone is saying, sir, to him, honestly, I couldn't tell now that that's basically what happened. Right. And he's kind of sort of all over the place. I mean, really bad, like worse than you've ever seen. You know what I mean? Like you see him in public and you see him like in, he's getting an award or that. I mean, recently, let's say within the last three years, like if you see him, like it's, it's bad. It's really bad. This was worse than anything I had seen of him on TV in any fashion. Now, I don't know if that's, it's a long day. I don't know if that's, you know, what, what the, the progression of the disease. I don't know. I just don't know. What I know is that this is the important part of the story. We exit after getting our thing signed, and there is a group of people, myself included, again, let's say the first seven, eight people, and we're all just standing collectively there, you know, not saying anything, just standing there together after. So you know what I mean? There's a whole convention going on. But every one of us is literally just standing there in the clump like, and I said, so I feel like shit. And another guy said, yeah, me too. And another person was like, I, he's, it's so, this is so incredibly sad. And I said, yeah. And I immediately went back to the booth. I wish Sandwich was still here because I don't know if it was Sandwich that was up there or East Coast Scott or both, or I don't know who was there, but I immediately went back and I was like, so I feel like garbage. You know, like, and I, the thing that that even remotely leveled me out on that account was the fact that 
I think that money was going to charity. At this point, I don't care who it was going to, but pretty sure it was going to charity. So I was like, I kind of wanted to support whatever he's doing with the money. I don't really care at this point what he's doing with it. You know what I mean? In the sense that I know I'm sure he's doing something with it. The guy's raised over a billion dollars for research. So I'm sure he's doing something with it. And I had to convince myself that 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 I was supporting what he was trying to do because it was, I have to be honest, it was a traumatic experience. It was a traumatic, and I'm not saying, you know, that I'm not blaming him, that there's none of that nonsense. Before we go down that road, there's none of that. I don't blame the man. I'm not angry, nothing like that. I just felt really, really bad. And so did other people who I was sharing that experience with, you know, people in line with me, you know, we've been in line for a bit. We're at the front, you know, you don't just walk up there. Right. Uh, so, you know, like, well, I mean, I, again, I, when you see, you know, a beloved celebrity, you know, not doing well, you, you know, I mean, yeah, you don't know him personally, but you know him through his work for most of your life. Right. And yeah, some and very I, influential. And I, went over, I think the same day I went over and saw, What's his name? Doc Brown. Yep. Uh, whatever his name is. I forget what his name is. Christopher Lloyd. But uh, Yeah, Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd. Recently and on an episode of The Mandalorian. He, he was just old. And I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, the guy's 80 years old, whatever he is now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So he, and he was nice and everything was fine. And we were communicating. We had a moment. It was very nice. And he was just fine because that's my experience with these sort of things. You know what I mean? You meet somebody, they're a little older. I told you about, uh, I was one of the last people to get Peter Mayhew's autograph at a convention. I think I was the last one uh, because the celebration that he shortly passed away after whatever that celebration was. Um, and I had gotten him, he would already, he was already wrapping up and they allowed me to get one and, uh, 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 I don't know that he signed anything after that. So I, but the point is, is that he didn't look well and he was older and so on and so forth. And, you know, it's one of the reasons that I encourage people to go to these events. I encourage people to go and see somebody like a Peter Mayhew, like a Christopher Lloyd, like a, like a, uh, uh, Billy D Williams, who also hasn't been looking that great, you know, I encourage people to go see these people and to say hello to them and, and thank them for whatever part of your childhood or experience they may have had an effect on. Go and thank them for that. Pay the money, go and thank them. And you know what? Get a little autograph or whatever, or get a picture with whatever it is that you want. And you're what you're documenting in my mind is that you took the opportunity to go and thank this person and meet them and thank them for uh for what they did for you during your childhood let's say yeah and i know i, I just threw you off by sharing the screen there did you see this little reunion yeah, that photo? christopher lloyd and judd hirsch and Tony Danza in old age makeup. <laughs> yeah. Taxi. A taxi Tony Danza. Re I have to be honest with you. He looks the oldest. 
He's still got a full head of hair, though. Like young baby face Tony Danza. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, that's a that's a good one. I saw that one recently. But yeah, anyway, so the Michael J. Fox experience was different than that, though. That was it, it was it was I, I I say traumatic, but I don't say it in a negative way against Michael J. Fox or anything. It was just really difficult to see somebody like that, anybody like that, let alone somebody who was part of your childhood or your adolescence growing up and you enjoyed their movies or their performances or whatever. It was a different experience. It was traumatic because that illness is traumatic. Yes. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it absolutely does. It absolutely does. But to pick the show back up, then I met, um, uh, oh shoot. Josie. And the pussycats. What's that? And the pussycats, Josie. No. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Oh, my God. I feel really bad. Rachel Lee Cook. So that I have now met all of Josie and the Pussycats. So now, Ahsoka is one of the Pussycats, right? Wasn't, wasn't what's that? Uh, Ahsoka? Um, what's yes. Uh, yes. But I met I met her because, uh, uh, well, a number of different reasons. Uh, but back in the day... Um, uh, I don't know if you know this or not. We've we've talked about I was in a Kevin Smith movie. So, you know, back in those days, um, you know, I was, you know, kind of meeting people and so on. It was a wonderful experience. And I met her. The first time I met her, I think, was at the red carpet premiere of Clerks 2. I'm pretty sure that's the first time I met her. And then uh, at the party afterwards, um, I got to talk to her a little bit. And Tracy Thomas, um, who was also uh, uh, at that, I think they were doing Rent, the movie, right around that period, I think. Um, uh, So that's the first time. But then I met her subsequently. Um, She and, like, her uncle or something, like, were trying to develop a comic book. And she gave me an ash can of it that she signed for me. And uh, I hung out with her uh, in at San Diego Comic Con. I hung out with her and her boyfriend at the time was an actor who was on Sex in the City. I don't remember his name. I could see his face, but I don't remember his name. Um, and so he and I were actually hanging out. We were getting on very well. But but Rosario Dawson and I were hanging out, and I remember she was about to go out on stage for something and she's like oh my god kev i'm so hungry and i had a hot dog and she goes <laughs> kev, give me that hot dog and i'm like bah, bah, bah. and she goes give and i was like all right i gave her the hot dog and she ate it. she goes okay i owe you a hot dog that was probably in like 2005 or six i still haven't gotten uh, I think you need to call that in that favor and let's interview uh, Rosario Dawson for the show. I think you should call that in. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be something. Just have your people but, call uh, her people. Well, now she's well, now she's dating Cory Booker, who is a senator from New Jersey. And I believe he's a vegetarian. I'm pretty sure he is <laughs> or a vegan. Even. So I don't know. Oh, I don't know if she's made that conversion. Or not. She'll, that she'll get you a nice vegetarian hot dog on some gluten-free bread, a hey, gluten-free hey, bun. Hey, listen, listen, I'm just saying, I would say hi to her if I saw her and I would remind her 
that she owes people. That's all I'm saying <laughs> that I would do. Someday, anyway, and that day may never Rachel come. Lee Cook was the last, and Tara, uh, what's her name? Tara Reed. Tara Reed has been like convention hopping forever. So I'm, I met her on multiple occasions. I'm pretty sure we, we may have a drop for her. That's that's unprocessed. And I feel I don't know if I got one from Rachel Lee Cook. I don't think I had a recorder. I feel like there's a Josie and the Pussycats drop somewhere. No, there wouldn't be. No, you don't think so. Only if it was Tara Reed. Only if it was Tara Reed. Oh, All right. because I had I hadn't met Rachel Lee Cook until th- this past New York Comic Con, and Rosario. I have one. We have one from Rosario Dawson. Yeah, we do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because she was more than happy to do one for me. She did a few, actually. She might have done one from a different a couple of different movies, but I think at the time Clerks Four was the big or Clerks Two, Four, God forbid. Um uh especially after the third one, um, which I saw by the way. Anyway, so uh yeah. So anyway. That's I'm trying to lift us up out of the Michael. I cannot believe I did not talk about that back then. No, you for sure didn't. You After for sure New York? Didn't. Oh, no. my God. I can't believe I did. That was like one of the most. That was a, possibly other than that engine of vengeance thing. That was a really significant event that happened at New York Comic Con to me anyway. Yeah. So what about uh, Robert De Niro fathering a child at uh, 79? I think he beat Tony uh, Randall. He beat, he beat Tony Randall's record. I looked it up. Tony Randall doesn't have the record. Well, no, I'm just saying Tony Randall was like 78 when he had his last kid, and yeah. so now well, De Niro's look 79. Look at how old Chaplin was. <laughs> Chaplin had kids in his 80s, I think. And it's Geraldine. She's an actress. She actually played Geraldine Chaplin, who I think is his last child, it's a child of Charlie Chaplin and Una or Uno, Una, whatever her name is, that he married. And she portrayed her own grandmother in the Robert Downey Jr. Chaplin film. No, you are incorrect, sir. How old? 73. Hollywood star had 11 children becoming a father for the final time at age 73 when his son okay. Christopher was born in 1962. Oh, Christopher. Well, where's Geraldine? I don't know, but she wasn't the last child. Well, what Well, what child was she then if she wasn't the last child? I, don't, I have to look up the list of Charlie Chaplin's kids. Uh, Geraldine Chaplin. It's easy. Just look up that one. All right. Hold on. Jeez. Geraldine. Geraldine Chaplin was born in 1944. 44 yeah wow in santa monica she's age 78 now so she's the same age as she's the same age as de niro (laughs) i thought for sure she was i thought for sure she was one of the last if not the last but i guess not yeah yeah but she portrayed her own grandmother which i thought was interesting in the in the Robert Downey Jr. Chaplin film. Anyway, uh, good for Bobby De Niro. Yeah, let's see. With. All right, so let's let's finish up with the, the last. Just we who, mentioned who is the mother? Oh, I don't know. De Niro's wife. Who's his wife? Jesus. It's not Jesus. That doesn't work. I mean, he could do anything. 
Jesus? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about anything. We're going to find out what Jesus can do when I get the action figure. That's right. That'll be good. I don't know. I can't find his wife's name. Oh, jeez. De Niro. Mrs. De Niro. Do you think that when they have sex that uh, he uses that de-aging technology? I don't, I don't want to even. <laughs> so he looks like a young man, but he still has sex like an old man. I, I don't want to even. No. Uh, all right. Last thing, the box office. You know, we talked about Guardians of the Galaxy. It uh, kicked off with a hundred and eighteen million dollar debut, and uh, oh, one eighteen. The number yeah. I heard was one fourteen, but that's better. One eighteen. Yeah. And then uh, James Gunn says that he doesn't really think that uh, the Marvel DC rivalry needs to be a thing. That there's room enough for both companies to. Yeah, of course he would say that. Because he's jumping ship he's and now going in the charge other. of one of them, yeah. and it's the lesser of the two. <laughs> of course, he's going to say that. I want if Kevin Feige comes out and says, "Eh, the Marvel Disney that the Marvel DC thing doesn't need to be a thing," you know, then the reason for him saying it is is because he's on top of that pile. So yeah. yeah, it doesn't need to be a thing because it isn't a thing because I'm a winner. Yeah, that's why. Star Wars, Star Trek doesn't mean you know what I saw. Did, so have you watched Picard? Yes. Are you have you finished it? Was it was really good. I mean it was I mean it it really like if that should have been the first season of it. You know what I mean? Like they built to this, but I mean yeah. if that would have just been They didn't really build to this because it You're was right, completely didn't. separate from the stories of the first two seasons. Yeah. With the exception of, you know, uh Seven and I, Rafi you, getting Yeah, you, you know. get some character relations from the first. That's it though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is this story had nothing to do with the stories in those seasons. Yeah, none, none whatsoever. At all. Right. I mean, yes, some of it again, people in relations, absolutely. Uh, story wise, nothing. Yeah. So you're you're done. You finished it. So, so we don't have yeah. to worry about spoilers. So I saw I saw the meme and it said what Star Wars fans wanted, and it shows you know, old Han, old Leia, old Luke, old uh, 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 Lando. Uh, on the on the bridge of the Millennium Falcon, right? That's what everybody wanted. And then it says what Star Trek fans got, and it shows all of the original Next Generation cast on the bridge of the original uh, yeah. Enterprise. You know, it's like it, it really did a good job of that. I mean, yeah. So yep. the fourth, fourth season really did a, a great job. I you know I enjoyed it all the way through, but yeah, fourth season. Other than the well, I don't I won't spoil any anything about the plot of it, but yeah, it was good. And that's the only Star Trek that I'm watching these days. You should be watching Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Season two is getting pushed because of the writer's strike, getting delayed. No, three. Three. Season three of three. Strange Two Strange is World. starting, I think, next month. Oh, all right. I think. If it hasn't already, that, I'm that's pretty the sure. One, that's the one, the Anson Mount led one, right? And that Pike. And it's yeah. Captain Pike. Yeah. Interesting. Which I think is really interesting for them to do. Now, I don't love everything about the show. Right. I don't think they matched well enough the design of the original show. Now, they didn't have to do it exactly. I think they could have got a little bit closer to the design of the original TV show, a little bit closer, just a little. Um, I also think that there is one of Khan's descendants. Right. 
like and not unfrozen con but like 21st century con one of his descendants and identified as such is a crew member on the ship doesn't work just doesn't work and i don't even see the point of doing it like it doesn't make any other than to somehow ham-handedly get con into this tv show which they didn't need at all you know that this is what happened i'm not even saying she's not an interesting character she is but if she had any other name she could have been the she could have been the descendant of any one of those uh eugenics wars leaders anyone she could be related to any one of them not only would it have broadened the story and broadened that experience to be other than one fucking person con uh if she was the daughter of any other character from from the eugenics wars i think it would have been infinitely better and i'd like her a lot better too but that character is carrying the baggage of a character that she you know you know which which hasn't the, the gravity of which hasn't even struck home yet because in the timeline they're way before that right and is is this is this supposed to be in the original series timeline like everything is the original series timeline until it splits for the kelvin timeline right yeah this is supposed to be the original series timeline yeah this is not a split timeline this is the original series but in fairness so was explorer or whatever the fuck that show was that awful piece of shit yeah that was also like you know supposed to be it, it is in the tv original tv timeline but of course they did some huge time jump whole screwed up thing that show is lost i haven't, um, I haven't seen that one and so so theoretically this show ends with pike getting horribly disfigured right i mean like and and, and the clever thing they did there is and they set this up actually in in explorer or whatever the other show is they set it up that he knows he knows what his future is oh yeah and he's yeah, and he knows it's gonna come and he knows and you know the the season finale talks about what would happen if he didn't, you know, if he did something to change it and so on and so forth. Um, and that's one of the that's one of the struggles of that character. Brilliant, my opinion. That's I, I have I, I, him I know that it's gonna happen that's and a, know that he needs it that that no matter what he does, either he can't avoid it or there'll be, it, it would seem from the season finale, season one, there'll be drastic consequences if it doesn't happen. Right. Oh, that's interesting. That's a good way to, because I'm, I'm saying it's like, it's like with Better Call Saul being a prequel to Breaking Bad. Well, it's like, okay, you know, you know where it ends up, but it's still a fun yeah. journey along the way, but it's, that's a challenge for the writers. So that sounds like they're doing a good job on that, on that one. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, want to wrap it up? We don't have the kids, so we can, you know, we can talk about whatever you want. We can talk more Star Trek if you like. Anything else you want to talk about? Nah, let's wrap it. All right. Well, and with that, we will do the plugs. Do the plugs, right? Be sure you're following the show on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's uh, Geek Stuff TNG and all those places. Uh, support the show on the Patreon. For a dollar a month, you get access to the Discord server. $3 a month, it is the early bird special. $5 a month, it is the bonus shows. 
And for $10 a month, you get to watch the show live on Instagram Live. You want to check out uh, Sandwich? He is Fat Dumbledore on Instagram and Xbox Live. I am Pi Day Scott. Uh, you can find check out my link tree and get the links to everything, but that's on Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And then, Mr. Kev? Uh, you can find me on Fortnite as Big Kev GS uh, on Xbox. If I'm on any other game, also as Big Kev GS and BK Geek Stuff everywhere else, I think. And with that, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG to a close, the way we end some episodes by saying... But you didn't say the name of the number. And we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 721, the one we called Sandwich is Going to Get Cancelled, to a close, the way we end some shows by saying... Good night, Norman Reynolds, wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music. She came from Greece. She had a thirst for knowledge. She studied sculpture at St. Martin's College. That's where I caught her eye. She told me that her dad was loaded. I said, in that case, I'll have a rum and Coca-Cola. She said, fine. And in 30 seconds time, she said, I want to live like common people. I want to do whatever common people do. I want to sleep with common people. I want to sleep with common people like you. Well, what else could I do? I said, I'll see what I can do. took her to a supermarket. I don't know why, but I had to start it somewhere. So it started there. I said, pretend you've got no money. She just laughed and said, oh, you're so funny. I said, yeah? Well, I can't see anyone else smiling in here. Are you sure? You want to live like common people? You want to see whatever common people see? You want to sleep with common people? But she didn't understand. She just smiled and held my hand. Ran some flags above a shop. Cut your hair and get a job. Smoke some flags and play some pool. Pretend you never went to school. But still you'll never get it right. When you're lying in bed at night. Watching roaches climb the wall. If you called your dad, he could stop it all. Like common people, you'll never do whatever common people do. You'll never fail like common people. You'll never watch your life slide out of you and dance and drink and screw. Because there's nothing else to do.
things that you do because you think that poor is cool. Like a dog lying in a corner, they'll bite you and never warn you. Look out. They'll tear your insides out because everybody hates a tourist. Everybody hates a tourist, especially one who thinks it's all such a lie. Yeah, and the chip stains grease will come out my back. Climb the wall. If you called your dad, he could stop it all. Yeah. You'll never live like common people. You'll never do, You'll never do what people common people do. You'll never fail, You'll fail like common people. You'll never watch your life slide out of you and dance and, dance and drink and screw. Because there's nothing else to do. Hey, all right, good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs>